So, guys, listen, I do want to tell you, we're going to talk more about it later in the show, but it's important that you all know that uh, The Rebound is being brought to you today by Harry's. Harry's, the personal razor. We're going to tell you all about, as opposed to an impersonal razor, which would be terrible. We're going to tell you about them later, but get $5 off if you've never bought Harry's before. Get $5 off if you go to uh, harrys.com and use the coupon code REBOUND. Again, it's R-E-B-O-U-N-D over at harrys.com. We'll tell you more about them later. But first, you know what I want to, I don't know if you guys have agendas, but I have one thing I want to talk about. We know you, we know you have an agenda. I, I always have an agenda. <laughs> Google Photos. Have you tried the Google Photos yet? No, have not. No, it I installed is, no. the apps on my iPhone and iPad, but didn't. I don't. I don't trust anybody with my photos. I don't even trust myself with no. my photos. <laughs> I installed it on my Mac. <laughs> Uh, and on my iOS devices, I it just as before we started recording, it said it finished. It was about thirty hours or so. Um, Is that why we rescheduled a recording? Oh, I'm so close to Google uh, Photos getting uh, uploaded. Yeah, no. right. But um, I don't know for sure that it uploaded all my photos. I think it might have ignored my entire photos library and instead just picked <laughs> everything else. So I've got to dig into that a little bit. But I have to tell you, it's amazing. I have I watched no video about photos. I didn't really read anything about photos. All I saw was people tweeting, "Hey, photos exists." You know, Google Photos exists, and so these things that maybe everybody already knew except for me, I'm going into the search box and I type in like glasses and it shows me photos of people wearing glasses, even like goofy fake novelty glasses. It's crazy. And I put in Reggie Watts because I happen to have one photo of me with Harry comedian Reggie Watts. And I never tagged Reggie or anything, but it's like, oh, here's the photo of you with Reggie Watts, Lex. It's crazy. It's magical. It's creepy. I don't know how it's doing it, but it's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. That does sound, that does sound insane and super creepy. It re- it kind of does. I mean, but I, I you know, am I am I being paranoid? Am I being paranoid to to think that that information is being stored someplace and you're, I mean, and and used by Google? Well, there's a lot of this. I mean, a lot of people have been talking about the whole Google Apple. You know, your trade offs, the various way ways people think about those companies and like what right. people are willing to accept. As far as, you know, like, oh, hey, I don't care if you're going to, like, siphon all my personal data. Just don't charge me for it. Uh, versus the Apple approach of, you know, I, I'm, I'd i rather just pay for a product and then, you know, know that my my information is, is right. being treated with respect. I kind of use – I don't know about you guys. I use a little mix of both. I was talking about this with some people the other day. I was like, I'm not – I'm not one of those people who's like, oh yeah, I gave up Google Search for DuckDuckGo just because I found that Google Search is, is works great for me. It is a little weird sometimes because you can go into your like search history and be like, hey, there's every single thing I've searched for in the last like ten years. How to kill Dan Creepy. Warren? How to maim Dan Warren? How to interview Dan? Warren. <laughs> Why do I have all those things about myself? <laughs> That's, That's weird. really weird. That's, weird. <laughs> That's even weirder. Yeah. But I, I've never been a Gmail user, which I think some people find. Oh odd. really? No, I don't. Wow. But, like, I mean, if you're going to get paranoid about, like, Google Photos, then, you know, you should be equally paranoid I, yeah, about no, Gmail. I I think the... No, and I am. See, I am. But you, you still I use still, it. I use it. I, well, I don't use it very much, but I do I do have uh, an account. On I mean, I have an account. I just don't. Nothing. None of my correspondence goes there. It is not an, okay. an email address I give out. Well. I'm, I'm just not too worried about it. I don't know. I it's, just, it's, I, it's, it's not a thing where, like... You know, don't worry about, you know, right to privacy because you have nothing to hide. Like, that's crazy. Don't worry about free speech because you have nothing to say. Like, uh, no, I, these things are important and I care. I want to make sure I don't want Google to use my photos to, like, um, advertise things. But if Google looks at my photos and says, hey, we've noticed that in all of your pictures, uh, Liam's wearing glasses. And so now when you're looking at your photos, we're going to show you ads on the side for uh, kids glasses like I don't give a shit. It's fine. Like I don't mind the Gmail ads that show up alongside my messages because they are relevant. And if they make sense, I click on them and otherwise I just ignore them. You know, I don't know. It doesn't, I wouldn't want them to do something that I would find truly disturbing or creepy, but I don't mind if they're saying, Hey, here's this incredible tool that we can give you for free because of all this other machine learning we've done. And in exchange, you know, you might eventually see some contextually relevant ads to your life. Like that's fine. I'm okay with it. I mean, I do think, I do think that the whole thing gets a little bit overblown. Like it's not like, it's not like the NSA, um, but at the same time, it's just kind of those things where I just I don't really want them to be. Doing Have you guys that, tried you know? the NSA's Photos app? By the way, <laughs> it works great, <laughs> crazy good. Pictures of me with Eric. There's pictures of me I haven't even taken yet. I mean, 
Is that his name? Eric Snowden? Yeah. Ed, right? yeah. No. Snowden. No, it's definitely no, Snowden. No. Edward. Edward Snowden. I, I confuse his first name. This is, this, is this is a very Benedict up-to-date podcast. Cumberbatch Snowden. <laughs> that's, that's correct. <laughs> um, so, well, that's the thing is that right now, I, I so all my photos are still in, weirdly enough, iPhoto. Um, I haven't, because I haven't either sent stuff into the, like, I haven't upgraded to photos uh, and I am interested in Google Photos, but now I'm kind of curious to see what if Apple decides to respond to that in any way. Um, so, Lex, did you use Photos too? Like, are you uploading stuff to multiple services or what? I am also using Apple's Photos app. Um, I am not doing the cloud syncing thing of Photos. I, I don't understand it. It's the... I don't know. I'm not using it. Like I just use the app. It's I've replaced iPhoto yeah. with Photos, but I'm not using Apple's cloud solutions for photo storage. Okay. Well, as you guys know, my my connection is not very fast, and so and my photos library is huge, and I'm just like I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna get into that. Well, so I you know, which is Google, probably terrible because I'm probably gonna there'll be a fire in the house and I'll lose everything. Well, Google Photos does the thing like Lex. Did you opt for just the the thing where it stores like the less the like the compressed version? They they call it high quality. Uh, you can do high quality for free, and you can do original quality for not free. I am doing the free for now because you could change it any time. It's no big deal. Actually, if you if you switch to the third option, which is it just converts all your pictures into ASCII, you can do that, and they'll give you money. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh dan <laughs> oh me <laughs> let's see ways to kill <laughs> it's in everybody's google history it's really weird um why are there so many hits well so yeah i'm still in this situation now where it's like photos i take on my iphone and my ipad go into photo stream which is thus automatically downloaded into iphoto but Given that they've launched the iCloud photo library, I feel like PhotoStream is probably not long for this world. So I'm also kind of concerned, like, well, okay, I, I'm going to have to change to something here. And also, iPhoto is not a good app. Let's let's be clear on that. Let's be clear. Um, let's be very clear. Let's help. Uh, this, this show is not brought to you by iPhoto. Wait, ways to kill iPhoto. <laughs> But, I mean, it's, like, whenever I go looking for something, and the other day I was like, oh, I need to find this picture of, like, uh, the dorm room I lived in in college for someone. And I started, like, I opened up iPhoto and tried to, like, scroll back. <laughs> for a criminal investigation. <laughs> I could not have possibly committed that murder of myself. <laughs> um, even though I Googled how to kill myself. No. Uh, I, and, and I tried to scroll back to, like, you know, photos taken in, God, jeez, this was, like, 2001. And... Just like iPhoto lo- like loaded and then just spins like forever. That's because <laughs> it good. can't handle like you know right. tens of thousands of photos right taken over fifteen mm-hmm. years. Um, and so in that in that sense, like I feel like I should probably update to photos um, at least, and then sort of figure out what my cloud storage solution is. But we've we've talked about this a little bit before. I mean, like because Amazon's also offering you know cheap photo storage, but their apps kind of suck. It seems like Google, you know, there's a question now. Is like Google offers decent apps, and they, you know, have a history of being able to do services very well. It's just that everybody's scared about what they might do. You know, maybe if Google just was like, hey, we're just going to charge you five bucks a month for this, like, everybody would be like, oh, okay, I'm cool. Nice. Novel, novel, yeah, novel business strategy for you there, Google. <laughs> Charge money for your products. <laughs> Just not, modest suggestion, change your entire business strategy. Uh, but I, I mean, I do think that... An open, an open letter. I, I don't know that Apple... I, mean, I wouldn't shock me if Apple announced something along these lines at WWDC, but uh, I, I think Apple has to change since clearly they don't know what they're doing. They don't make any money over there. But I think Apple has to be... Um, should feel embarrassed that Google is saying, hey, we'll store all of your photos for free. All of them. And mm-hmm. and Amazon, too, right? Yes. Like, in the, in the sense that everybody else is like... Yeah, so, I think the product is probably fine. They might need to... Apple might need to clarify the messaging for people like Lex who are confused by it. And I agree. It's a little bit cumbersome to sort of figure out how it works, um, which is not sort of the Apple mainstay that we've, we've come to expect. But I do think that the cloud storage pricing is out whack. And I complained about this at some point online, and people were getting all up in my grill, like, you know, <laughs> they're just, you just like, you just want this to be cheaper. Free. And I was like, yeah. 
Well, yes, on the one hand. You cannot deny, however, that there are competitors who are charging less and that price is a competitive factor and that if I'm going to you know, be interested in using your service, it needs to be priced competitively. This is not saying – I think that Apple honestly should make – you know, at least free, at least like the kind of what Google's doing and, and store all your photos at some sort of, you know, may possibly slightly less quality. Right. Um, and it's, you know, it's, because it's just good. It's just good business. But the one thing that's different is that Google makes, they're making money off of you storing your photos with them. Yeah. Are they? They're monetizing that in a different well, way. Right we don't, yeah. Well, they're using it. We don't know. Yeah. No, they are because the, I mean, well, okay. I haven't. So, did you get ads for glasses? No, no, no. There's no ads on it right now. Okay. They, they do nothing. I'm okay. saying I wouldn't right. mind if they well, did, then, but they're not monetizing yeah, but, it in okay, any well, way right now. Do you think that they're not going to? <laughs> I would not. I w- do you really think they're not going to? I would not be surprised if it remained ad-free for a very long time. Very long time. Because okay. they, I think they're getting well, tons of data from it. The same way that, you know, all the services get tons okay, of data but what, from then what voice. Then that's my point, though. What are they doing with the data? Well, I mean, they've already used all the photo indexing they've done to be able to identify that Reggie Watts is in this picture, even though I never told or that it. these people right. are wearing glasses. Um, yeah. And so I think, like, they're... My guess is they're going to keep so they're doing... monetizing but, but, Reggie, like, Reggie What is their Watts. end game, I it think, could is be your helpful, question, John. Right, it could be helpful for their, you know, self-driving cars, right? I mean, I know nothing about their inner workings, right? But, you know, the more things <laughs> it can recognize... Don't drive into Reggie Watts! Right. Whatever you do, do not drive into Reggie Watts! <laughs> the more things it can recognize, the better, right? No joke. And so... That's that's all good. I don't know, but my I think that Apple's willing to give away operating systems that cost a lot of money, and mm-hmm. the yes. they have they already have to pay tons of bandwidth and storage costs for things that they're doing, mm-hmm. and you know having all the music and movies and whatever else, and they're going to have this streaming service that they're going to charge X dollars a month for, like, and they have so much money in the bank. So my point isn't, hey, Apple, run a charity for this one thing because other companies aren't going to have a lot of money. But my point is this doesn't have to be the place where they try to generate profits, right? They should just keep selling expensive computers and smartphones and say one of the things that we're going to pay because you're buying these expensive products from us is we're going to, you know. It, it feels nick. It feels nickel and dime. It I think it's the thing that, that is that is that is frustrating about it. And I think we've talked about this too in the context of iCloud backup being another place where if you're going to sell the device and be like, you know what, it's worry free. You just like plug in your phone every night and it backs up. The amount of space they give you for that is barely sufficient for most people. And so again, I just I think it's a matter of engendering goodwill because their whole message is around. Uh, we put the customer first, you know, like we are really devoted to our customers and our users and we really want to treat them like, you know, we respect them and that we want to deliver the best product and the best experience we can to them. And you know what is not the best experience? Running out of space in your cloud storage. It sucks. <laughs> like you start having to like pair out like, oh, I don't want to back up this thing. I don't want to back up. Oh, which photo of like my family who is no longer yeah. around do I not want to back up now? You know, that's that's a crappy <laughs> experience, right? So I'm just saying that I never liked Uncle Walter. <laughs> excise all photos of uncle walter um but i'm just saying this is a place where i think they could make a difference and i don't i don't think it makes a difference to their bottom line like i it's not like you get those statements you know when they're doing their quarterly results it's like well iphones weren't great this year but man did we rake in money on iCloud storage yeah i'm with you well all right all right apple a modest proposal I'll sign your online petition. Yay! So, uh, Lex, before we go on the next topic, why don't you, you want to tell us about our fine friends? I would love to tell you about our fine friends, uh, the dear, dear folks at Harry's. Uh, so, first of all, shaving can be a pain. It can be uncomfortable, cause razor burn, nicks, and on top of that, it can be outrageously expensive. And anybody who knows me knows that I hate expensive shaving. Uh, I wrote an article for the magazine in its second ever issue about how uh, shaving as it stands today is mostly too expensive. Um, And I often shave with a double-edged safety blade. And when I don't, I truly, truly shave with a Harry's razor. Uh, It's about half the price of the big branded razor blades. You know who they are. And they ship for free to your front doorstep. They're better, too. Their first blades were made in Germany, and the Harry's company liked those blades so much, they bought the entire factory. They said, you know what? This factory is the first factory we found that can make great blades. We're going to buy a whole freaking thing. So you go to the supermarket, you're going to pay $32 for an eight-pack of blades. It's half the price at Harry's. And with Harry's, you'll get a better shave that respects your skin, your face, your legs, and your wallet. 
No more poor quality blades and no pesky plexiglass cabinets to unlock either. I don't know if you guys have this experience, but you go to some drugstores and they keep the blades behind the little plexiglass thing. You have to have somebody come out and help you. You have to interact with humans. All the things I hate about shopping. The starter set is an amazing deal. For $15, you're going to get a razor, moisturizing shave cream, and three razor blades. And with promo code REBOUND, you can get $5 off that amazing deal. Men and women, we all need razors that shave well and don't suck. I use Harry's. Uh, I use it just, I mean, I used to do the double H safety blade all the time. Now I do the double H safety blade maybe once a week. And then I shave probably three, two to three more times a week. And all those times are with Harry's. Uh, it served me very well. I enjoy their shaving cream. Uh, it smells nice. It feels good. It smells, it smells really good. My wife says it smells good. John's <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wife says it smells good. That's a, that came out weird, but it does. <laughs> And it's a, it's a great razor. Feels solid in the hand. You're going to like the way it looks. It's going to look nice right there in your bathroom vanity. It's a great gift for birthdays, anniversaries, etc. Hey, Father's Day is just around the corner. I'm just saying. Go to harrys.com right now, and Harry's will give you $5 off if you type in our coupon code REBOUND with your first purchase. Harry's.com, coupon code REBOUND at checkout for $5 off, and start shaving better today. Our thanks to Harry's for uh, supporting the rebound. Again, welcome back, Harry. So the the next thing, obviously, that sort of came to mind was that it's the week before WWDC. What? I know it kind of crept up on us this year, huh? <laughs> <laughs> crept on, on us at the same time. The same it time it happens every year. Every year. And yeah. uh, with all the, the publications and talking about the uh, various things that will probably get released. All that, yeah. Complete surprise. I read your six color story. I was going to say I did. I was sort of running down the likely contenders. I had to change a couple of them. Like I wrote it uh, as we record this on Tuesday. I record it. I wrote it on Monday, and I had to change a couple things. Like as it went into like to get printed or published, posted. I don't know. <laughs> tweets, put in a newspaper. And <laughs> is there a print? Is there, there, a print there were late breaking things that made you change what you were writing. Indeed. Um, among them, uh, a story in Recode uh, that the Apple TV subscription service, which we have talked about many times on this podcast, will not launch at WWDC. Unannounced product is delayed? Oh, my God. I can't believe it. I know. Well, I'm possibly believing for So the rumor now is either in the fall, which is it seems like what they were originally targeting because of the like you know fall TV season. But it sounds like it could be delayed as late as next year. OMG. Um, due to shocker licensing deals. I do love that those stories often come out about Apple's going to do something with the studios or the record labels or whomever. And then it's like, oh, it's taking a long time. So clearly Apple's putting these stories out to try to goose these studios along, the content rights holders along. And then it never works because then they always end up coming out later than theoretically planned anyway. I enjoy that dance. Every time, <laughs> every time they announce anything that's going to involve people with content, you know it's, it's going to take forever. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not shocked at this so i had that as sort of like a i thought it was likely that it might get announced um if not ship but based on that story i sort of downgraded it to not likely at all right if you can't trust Um, vox's recode whom can you trust (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah and and so now i'm kind of curious about what actually is launching at this year so i mean you know i think the the givens are ios 9 uh, whatever the next version of OS 10 is, I don't know if they'll decide to renumber things or whatever because it's 10.11. Just no number. It's just going to be the you know Golden Gate or Mojave. Or I liked uh, I liked Jason <laughs> Snell's suggestion that they should go back to calling it the Mac OS because OS 10 is is just it causes problems in naming. It's just OS like and it, it looks weird because you got iOS that runs iOS devices and then you have OS 10 which runs Macs <laughs> and it's like well just go back to calling it the Mac OS. I kind of I kind of dig that. I feel yeah. like I feel like that's possible now in a way that it wasn't when Steve Jobs was still there. because uh, I think there was just too much uh equity in that name or something, but I feel like well, could... you had to differentiate. I mean there was a long time where you really needed to differentiate it from OS nine. Yes. And I think you know no one no every, all those people are dead now. Everybody who remembers <laughs> OS Mac OS nine is dead now. So it doesn't matter. We literally buried OS nine ri- and everyone we literally it. buried it. Uh, I'm literally the only person who remembers OS nine. John watch watch yourself, John. They're coming for you. This is a terrible action movie. You know those yeah those, those articles about why the oldest person in the world keeps dying. <laughs> John Moltz just looks down and there's just like like laser dots all over his chest. <laughs> he's just another. He's the last another, one. It's another Tuesday. Um, 
so I, I think there's a new version of that. Um, it, Jeff Williams was at the Recode conference or whatever, I think, while I was on vacation and said that the Watch OS SDK will be shown at WWC. James Thompson this morning bet me five pounds, British pounds, <laughs> not like, like weight, um, that uh, an Apple TV SDK would ship or appear at wow. WWDC. So we've been, t- Ugh, man, we've been talking about that forever. Yeah. It, you know what? I feel like it's m- maybe plausible now, especially because we had that price cut on the Apple TV back at the spring event and like nothing else. It's like, you've got a $69 box in there. Yeah. That seems ripe right. for them to come That's in with be, a new, new yeah. device. And it's also, it's, I mean, it's just, it's bizarre when you think about it. I mean, I guess it's the same way that the Roku or anything else works, but it's bizarre that, Apple, which has all these app-friendly devices that they clearly succeed with in large part due to their vibrant app stores, that there's this one device that they sell that clearly is running the same operating system under the hood, yeah. and it's got like 12 and blessed no partners, and that's it. Yeah. Like Netflix well, is going to have an app. Well, way more than that now. <laughs> it's got like 50 now, and that's what makes it even more ridiculous is that apps slash channels come out for it. They're just, you know... They're in a weird black box procedure where some, sometimes they just show up in a week. Yes. Um, and yeah, I agree with you. It seems weird, especially because they've been so diehard and so transparent about the watch app situation. Yep. Like from the release of it, where they're like, you can do these things now. Later on, you will be able to do native apps. And they seem to have pretty much stuck to that. There's been no like mystery around it. So the Apple TV does seem like a weird leftover device of a, like a previous regime where it's like oh this it's literally a black box it is literally a black box we don't know how to put things in (laughs) um so i i but i think that this makes sense to me especially if you are prepping for a subscription service um i don't know it seems like all the timing's right now it looks like they're going to announce another streaming service as another subscription service at wwc music music true now i don't did music. you listen to last week's rebound Dan, i don't no? listen to anything no i did listen to last week's yes because uh, they waited until i finally decided to get all in on subscription music right. yeah they were <laughs> luckily it's a month-to-month subscription so i could change but today beats is not for me so it would have to be substantially different well and so the rumor is a that there will be a paid you know it'll be in that like eight to ten dollars a month range ten. for unlimited streaming i agree probably ten um that it's unclear exactly because there's all these rumors going around that they're trying to get like labels to kill off the free Spotify <laughs> streaming, which is wacky. Um, and and I, it's so the, hard to believe that Apple, Apple paying that guy a thousand dollars an hour because of their ebook stuff, that Apple's like, hey, labels, we're going to give you some pressure so that you stop giving customers some of what they want. Uh, it's hard to believe that they just don't get scared about these things. Oh, yeah, we're going to keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be clear, they really don't want to pay that guy a thousand dollars now. Yeah, they've tried to get out of that a couple times. I, but yeah. I'm saying that the, the fact that they hate him so much, and yet they're basically, in my uneducated, no legal experience perspective here, doing the pretty much exactly the same thing with the music industry now. <laughs> I like to think that he's in an office somewhere at One Infinite Loop, and they like literally bring the record label executives by his office, and then just like stop in front of the door. And they're like, "So we really like to get you have to get rid of the free Spotify stream." And then they look over at the guy and like wink at him. What I like to imagine is every hour, somebody walks by that guy's office and just hands him a thousand dollars. They're paying. They're paying him in pennies. <laughs> they just they're dump so it on mad. the desk as they come in. Okay. Here you go. Here's your thousand dollars. No one said how we had to deliver it. Surely, Jerk. surely this court-appointed lawyer was already wealthy, like no doubt. But I feel like this his kids can retire uh, before they've worked a day in their lives oh, just thanks to this case. Ridiculous. You know, his kids haven't even been born and they can retire. Yeah. Um, I'm jealous. Yeah, I don't know. I well, then you should get yourself a sweet job as an antitrust monitor. Apparently, oh, I'm yeah. on. Get yourself a get yourself a good friend as a judge. <laughs> so uh, I was. That's the place to start. So like between that, the whole like trying to kill off Spotify for seeing, but there's also been this rumor that they're recruiting like celebrity you know musicians to be DJs, and I read somewhere that like that's to like curate the free level, like sort of the i what is currently iTunes Radio, sort of, but actually have like dj'd curated stations right which i don't care at um, all about by the way like i what pharrell wants me to listen to is of no interest to me <laughs> weird another pharrell song <laughs> you will you will listen to what pharrell wants you guess listen how to. happy i am today guys happy <laughs> it's 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 literally it's literally just 20 plays of happy <laughs> <laughs> 
that's just isn't that just that's just the radio isn't it so you guys interested like do you use itunes radio at all uh, i used to up until i turned into a rhapsody guy just magically <laughs> <laughs> it was a painful surgery thanks chris breen <laughs> um <laughs> But I, I mean, I'm okay with iTunes. I've used radio. it. I've used it, but I don't. I don't use it much now. Yeah, I've used it occasionally. I think that the big. So the, honestly, the biggest thing I ended up doing with it is that it, uh, my local NPR station had a iTunes radio station, and so you could actually tell Siri to start playing that radio station, which was handy uh, when I was like, you know, in the kitchen and wanted to listen to the news. But now I've got the Echo, which does the same thing. Uh, so <laughs> I don't really end up using iTunes radio anymore. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. He's got his Echo. $150. I heard you could have could have bought one, Lex. I, I pre-ordered it. I did. It's yeah, there you go. I did it while I was on the podcast with John, and he was saying, don't do it. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> this, is, this is the kind of shit that happens when I'm not Typical. here. That's... So no, it would have happened anyway. Anything that I tell him not to do. Yeah. Don't, don't so let me ask you guys. One. Are you really excited about HomeKit? Because I heard some HomeKit stuff launched. Wait. F- so, no. That's a no. Well, mm. I think in the long run I might be interested in that stuff, but I I don't want to jump on it before. <laughs> I feel like I don't have a good plan for what I want for that. And if I run out and just buy a bunch of stuff, I know it'll just end up getting not used. I really want to see you plug everything in, and then <laughs> I'm going to hack it so that I can control your house from all the way across the... And then my house yeah. kills me. I'm going to start kind of like right. turning your lights on and off from across the internet. It's gonna... <laughs> yeah. Well, so do, are you expecting any interesting hardware to come out? I don't know. And, and this is kind of what I'm curious about is going into next week is... I don't. So the one thing that I think Apple might do is there's been this rumor, which in fact our previously named Chris Breen started, I think uh, a year or so ago, was that uh, the Apple TV might serve as sort of a HomeKit hub, which I think is it makes sense to a certain extent. It's always on. It's low power. It's connected to your network, so it could sort of act as like a a routing hub for your various smart home uh, appliances. Right. But and, and so they might do that. I don't think that they care other than that about getting into like Apple branded smart home stuff. I think they're happy to provide the platform. That said, I would not be surprised at all if on during next week's keynote, there were like one or two third parties invited up on stage to demo smart home stuff using HomeKit. I would even say yeah. I would be surprised if there weren't. To me, that was the one thing that I thought of. that right. felt like a right. shoe in where you're going to have somebody who's turning lights on and off with their watch on stage at that show. Just on the entire audience, we just deactivated <laughs> all of your Wi-Fi. Um, we warned Steve, you. We warned Steve you about Dobbs that. Wished, wishes he was here for that. <laughs> he wishes, now, he could have done that. So here's ago. the thing: I was looking at some of the home automation stuff that came out this week, and some of the light controllers and things. And I seem to recall that my dad had this thing that doesn't exist in these home automation kits yet. Where it is was it a like, clapper? Um, <laughs> it was. It was looked like you know an old school alarm clock. Except it had a bunch of extra buttons yeah. on it, but it didn't. It wasn't like it connected into the circuit breaker directly or anything. But it could like send different pulses through the current and tweak lights in different rooms. So like it didn't. It wasn't wired up to each friggin' lamp or set of hi hats in my house. But he could just keep on screwing with it, and then it would, like suddenly, okay, the living room lights went off, and then he would say, okay, that one's for the living room, and he could program it. But I don't see. I don't know how it worked. I don't know if we're, like breaking all kinds of laws of physics and or. Uh, the Constitution, but it did it, and I want to know why these things don't exist now. Wait, so you're saying that without having plugs, you know, like little adapters where the appliances were plugged in, it was figuring out by simply the wiring where where things were. I think well, that's it's connecting it presumably to the various circuits in the house, and then cutting off power to those circuits, which you could do with like a breaker or something. There might even be a way to to modulate the voltage i'm just gonna start throwing out words because i don't want to talk about <laughs> you're gonna modulate Wattage. the voltage and switch to a cycle of amperage that would be supportive I just, but i mean there you could you know conceivably there's no reason you, you the same way when you're doing any work in your house because i'm sure we all do electrical work in our houses you turn off the circuits that you're going to be working on pro tip uh it's just it's just like in star trek where they always reroute auxiliary <laughs> power <laughs> So you go down to your circuit breaker box, you take the isolinear chips out, you turn them around, you put them back in the other direction. (laughs) You take the green ones out, you put the blue ones in. And that's what it's all about.
Uh, I don't know, like, <laughs> to get back to your actual question, I have no idea why that does not exist. It sounds crazy. Maybe you should ask your it dad. Sounds like, well, it sounds like something that would start a fire is what it sounds like. <laughs> there might have been some risks. So I'm going to assume that your house burned down, and that's why it doesn't exist. That's anymore. quite possible. And that you blotted it out. I, I blame myself. It was a tr- it was a traumatic experience. I'll do some research and see if I can. It. I'll do some follow up next week if I can go over there. Well, so here's always the problem for me is I don't need a smart home. I need a smart apartment. A smart apartment? No, it doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> but like, I can't change most of the stuff in my house. I can't just start like rewiring stuff or putting in like ceiling fans or switching out my thermostat necessarily. Um, so the smart home stuff is cool, but like, it's not something. I'm not a market for that. Like, I have the one light on a Wemo timer, and that's it. And that's because, you know, that was something that was easy to install. Uh, and I guess I could install a bunch more of those around the house, but it just doesn't seem worth it because it's usually pretty easy for me to, like, turn a light on. <laughs> I want I want my uh, – <laughs> I do want a smart electric kettle that I can, like, tell to start boiling water, like, early in the morning when I get up. I mean, I just push it, it when I come downstairs, and then three minutes later, it's ready. I know. I'm so lazy. I want to do it from yeah. bed. And then I want a robot that drives it in. Uh, that's what I want. Is that a robot or not? Got to get that robot. <laughs> that's some some crossover appeal there, Lex. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't have a garage door okay. to open. I don't have a security system. None of that's going to be useful for me. I'm sorry. Hmm. Well, my apartment is dumb. Silence. My apartment is dumb. <laughs> yeah, silence. That makes for great Anybody podcast. else, anything else that we're looking forward to? Like, I, I would say I'm I'm not looking forward to this uh, WWDC, but I would say that I'm not like I, I'm not dying with anticipation here. Is that not okay? Salivating. Am I, right. I'm not salivating. I mean, Apple TV and Apple TV um, SDK would be. Yeah, I'm, I think I think that would be pretty. cool. I think that'd be exciting. That would be pretty. That would be pretty cool for me because I feel like I've been waiting for that for a long time. So, do we think um, is it because the iOS and OS ten updates are so heavily rumored to be like software fixed? Like, I'm excited about that because I want my software to be more right. stable. But it's not like something that gets me like every morning I get up and I'm like, yeah, stability. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there isn't there isn't like a big a big rumored thing right now. No, there's no there's very little in the way of major. I mean, it's possible they'll pull a rabbit out of their hat, right, and just be like. We've invented a brand new car. We've invented fusion, you know. Yeah, right. I guess invented is not the right word for that, but (laughs) technically it's already there. We've reinvented fusion. (laughs) Thank you. That's what Apple would do. (laughs) Apple did not invent fusion. They reinvented fusion. (laughs) They came into an existing fusion market and really just delivered the best approach. (laughs) Previously, you had to go to the sun to get fusion. (laughs) (laughs) Totally disrupted the market for fusion. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I, there's, there's some like small things that are rumored, like a uh, public transit, um, directions, which I think would actually be pretty welcome. I have to say, while I was traveling last week, I used, have you guys used city mapper at all? Uh, no, no. I think that is my new favorite public transit app. It's pretty great. Um, I was using transit for a while, uh, and I have a couple that are specific to like Boston area stuff, but city mapper is actually, it's really nicely designed. It's got a really good Apple watch app. Um, and it's just, it supports a bunch of different cities, uh, including London, which is where mainly where I was using it. Um, and it's really, it's really good. It's really well done. Like, and it's, it, I really like the watch app where you like, you can save trips offline. So you can be like, oh, I know I'll need to go to these places, but I also know that I won't have like cell access in those places. So I can just save that whole route and then huh. it will still be available on the phone. Oh, that's it's nice. really nice. It's a really yeah. well done app. Um, I can't recommend it highly enough. My favorite public <laughs> transportation app is, is Uber. <laughs> that's my favorite public transportation app look at this guy <laughs> yeah so uh how was traveling with your watch you know it was it was cool uh, i read a lot of the it. stuff yeah i did write a piece about that um i well, now i now i feel bad great <laughs> john well, i'll give you the summary <laughs> so um, the stuff the that answer. i think is um i was gonna say the things that i like the most about it are the 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 fitness stuff and i had somebody email me recently he's like i'm I'm going to france soon um i want to take my watch but i'm worried about the whole data charges thing because i'm only going to be using international data from at&t and it's you know they don't give you anything um and so i was like well you know honestly yeah it does kind of suck to not have access to all those internet features but i think you know for me the thing i got the most out of from it was the the activity stuff so tracking you know movement exercise which was a little bit wonky uh and and that kind of stuff just sort of see like how much i walked around in a day um and i also use the pedometer uh david david smith's pedometer app 
Um, underscore. The pedometer plus plus. Oh. Yeah, yeah, underscore. Um, and so I like that a lot. And that, that has that is my only remaining third-party glance. I'm down to four. Um, <laughs> I'm now, I'm yeah. now down to three glances. Well, okay, hold on. To, so set, wow. settings. Because <laughs> you can't turn it off. Right. So, uh, so I'm including that one then. Four. I have, I have the, okay. besides oh, the one that you can't control, okay. I've got the battery remaining. I've uh-huh. got the uh, exercise situation, which I think I'm going to remove. And, I turned that one off. Yeah. And um, I've got the calendar. Okay. Oh, and I guess I have five. Yeah. yeah. I have the calendar. I, I thought I had fitness, four, but I guess, the I guess you're right. That's I it. I've got the settings. I've got uh, pedometer plus plus. I've got the heart rate one because that's the only place to actually see your heart rate. Right. And the battery remaining. But I t- the activity one I have on my watch face, so I don't feel like I need it because yeah. the glance is not that useful. Yeah, I agree. So I, I will say I've had the, the Uber app has been right. stuck uh, on the I- installing logo mm. along with one other app. Yeah, I've run into that. And I don't know what it is. Oh, no, two other apps, and I don't know what they are. Re- restart the, the watch is the fastest way to fix that. Yeah, I just didn't want to. Like, I wanted it to. I know. I agree. I It's annoying <laughs> as hell, but it does fix it. That does not seem like and what you should have to do. Now, but I was thinking about that, knowing that I was going to bring this up and knowing that, um, you know, restarting the watch is going to be the answer. I was curious, what's your uptime on your Mac right now, for example? Uh, like my prime. Um, so I'm sitting at the iMac. Right. Uh, 19 days. So I'm at 35 days. Actually, that was from yesterday. That's pretty good. So I'm at 36 days. I was going to check what I'm up my uptime uh, is. I'm, on, only, I'm uh, only at seven days, but I usually do pretty well. Uh, I restart every once in a while because, like, I do want like stuff gets stale. Right. I mean, this. I mean, this Mac definitely the 36 day Mac needs to be restarted. But I am just. I hate restarting things. Like I've got so <laughs> yeah. much it's not going working on. at all. I do not. My Mac to... Mini is at. It's actually, my it's Mac, actually frozen. My right Mac now. Mini is at 34. Safari refuses to load any Google URL <laughs> of any kind. <laughs> So how do you know how fast? Okay, but do you know how fast like these the Max these days, especially in Yosemite, they restart super fast. I know, and, I know. You, and it restores all your and it restores all your stuff. But right? here's, all here's your the stuff, problem: yeah. is that some of the stuff it's it's going to restore is like paused video where I'm going to lose my place or it's going to start auto playing, and that's the number or paused audio, which is an even bigger problem for me in my job, and that's why I don't restart because every time I restart, it's like 18 podcasts start playing at random <laughs> places. That's, that sounds like a Lex problem. <laughs> it is a Lex problem. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm restarting my I, watch my, right now. My MacBook Air is actually up at uh, 20 days, which is pretty good for something that I carry around with myself most of the time. <laughs> I, uh, I, I wear it on my wrist as a watch. <laughs> I'm just going to keep checking devices and see how My phone has been a bit of a jerk lately in terms of needing to be restarted. I'll, I'll say. Yeah. I've talked just to your, your phone, phone lately. <laughs> my 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 phone, which is what I call my personality, um, but I, my phone has this thing now where it'll have you know full Wi-Fi and at least a bar or two of T-Mobile, and I'll go you know, hang on, I'll do like call Dan Morin, and it'll be like it's going to work now, but it's it's usually like uh, I'm sorry, I don't have a good cell connection, so I can't call right now. But first of all, I have Wi-Fi calling on and full Wi-Fi, so don't be a jerk, phone, and then it'll be like. If you try again, so you're like, I don't even have an internet connection. When it's showing full internet connection, and it persists through resources. Anyway, my point is my phone is dying, and I need the iPhone 7 or whatever it's going to be to come out soon so I can... Well, yeah, you could... You have like a 3G, right? I I have the iPhone 5S. (laughs) I have yet to Apple Pay. I have the watch with Apple Pay, but I have yet to find a place that takes Apple Pay where I could use it. So I am 5S for life. I uh, I tried that in London at one of the grocery stores. I tried paying with my phone actually, and it did not did not take. So I gave up eventually, um, mm. which was kind of a bummer um, because people were all telling me like, oh, apparently all the Apple Pay stuff should work at any place that does like contactless payments. But I didn't try it in most. It was it was not as obvious in most places for me whether or not a place did take contactless payments. Uh, and so I was like at a self checkout in a grocery store. I was like, "Well, this is the place to try it out." And it it kept telling me like like the card popped up on my phone, and then it kept giving me a little icon like "Hold it closer to the reader." I'm like, "It's on the goddamn reader." I am actually this is no longer contactless. I'm actually contacting the reader. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the cool um, thing: after restarting my watch, all those apps that were installing are now simply gone. <laughs> So the Uber app, which I have never said, hey, remove the Uber app because it's like the one third-party app I use on my watch with any frequency, is gone. <laughs> so, you don't need those, fun. Lex. 
those apps are not yeah, right. Good times. I've been trust the watch. Trust the watch. I, are you guys excited for native apps on the watch? Do you think uh, there's? Yes. I don't know. I guess I'm. Yeah. I, for me, it remains to be seen if they're going to be any good because I, I feel like I'm doing all the things I want to do with the watch. I don't need anything more. I'm fine. But John disagrees. Know. What do you want to do on your watch that you're not already doing? I don't want any games. No, I don't I don't need any games either. I just, I don't know. I feel like they're going to get better. I hope they're faster. That's basically it. Right. Like, right. Loading an app takes forever right now. Yes. Yeah. Although although some of the, you know, the, some of the Apple ones take forever. Yeah. To too, and so I mean, it's not exactly. It's not a high horsepower processor, right? Like. No, it must not be. So yeah, I I hope that they it's uh, it's like a little better performance uh, and a little more stable. Um, but other than that, I agree that it's uh, I don't know I'm I'm I have not found a lot of third party apps where I'm like oh yeah this is the this is like the whole reason for having third party apps on my yeah on my watch. Either, really. There's not a lot yeah. of there's nothing that's like hugely compelling because a lot of them I tried to use like Shazam on my watch the other day. And first, it's like, you have to open Shazam on your iPhone. I'm like, you've totally destroyed the purpose of this. <laughs> I think that was for, like, the first launch or something. And then every subsequent okay. time I've tried to use it, it just spins and doesn't do anything. I'm like, well, that would be a great app if it worked. Oh, well. So what does the, what does the Uber app do? let you do? You can summon the Uber and you can to your current location and you can actually watch it. Uh, you know, it'll show you the map and show you where it is and all that. So you can, you can do everything. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, and now I'm telling the watch oh. to install it on my phone, and it's like, sure, I'll do that, but it hasn't done it. <laughs> this is exciting. I'll get yeah. right you to the, the other the other way around. Your watch is your yeah. phone is on break, Lex. Your phone's on break. I said, I'll get to that. Show I'm app, done my coffee. Show app on Apple Watch is selected, but uh, spoiler alert, it does not. So that's fun. You're not going anywhere, buddy. <laughs> now, the you were talking about that the Shazam app, saying, "Hey, launch the app on your phone." I keep the TripIt app installed on my watch. Um, and most of the time it says launch the app on your phone. Every once in a while it will show me, today it says no plans to show today. But I never look at TripIt to know specifically, <laughs> hey, what am I doing today? I want to know no, where no, are my that, upcoming trips. TripIt trip means like I have no plans to show you anything today. Like <laughs> That's actually what that means. Um, so yeah, I, there's a lot of apps that I've tried to use while I was while I was traveling that I thought might be handy, but in almost every case it was just faster to take out like I, like Yelp or TripAdvisor. I was like, oh, I can look up stuff that's near me, and I was like, it is almost always faster and or a better experience to do this on my phone. That's that's just like if there's more room to look at things. There's you know like I can I don't have to wait forever for something to load. You know that's in my experience nothing has been like uh, very few of the third party apps have been like this is so much better. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, so what? What are you Even hoping for, John? Apps. I would mostly agree. What do you that, want on your What that? do you want on your watch? What's What's the app like? What do you have a dream app so far for your watch or no? Uh, We're starting a new contest. It's called My Dream Watch App. <laughs> That's no. a deep cut for people. Deep cut. Sorry. <laughs> no, I haven't. I, I should probably look into other uh, exercise stuff. Um, you should probably look into other I, exercise, John. Other other exercises, because my arm hurts right now. Um, because that's probably what I use m- most, and the Apple stuff is fine. But I feel like it's not. I mean, like there's there's probably other stuff that could be unlocked there that is not currently. I didn't realize you were a big exercise so, guy. I have been in just like the last year. I um every day every day I can, every day I cannot get anywhere close to 30 minutes of exercise. I have concluded, I think honestly, and I truly mean this, that my watch has a problem with my heartbeat because like I can run around like Okay, crazy but but are you but are you telling it that you're exercising? No. But it's supposed to be okay, able to well, detect it on I'd... its own. It's supposed to be able well, to say. Well, here's yeah, the I thing: I don't, I don't let it, I don't let it do that. It, it decides. <laughs> so they change the heart rate behavior. Yes, yes. which you, uh, also you saw Kirk about. McLaurin's piece about this. Yeah, I, I linked to Kirk McLaurin, who was pointing out that they they updated. So the, I think the thinking is in 1.01 WatchOS, they changed the behavior, and then they updated the tech document, which says it no longer it like checks every 10 minutes unless you're moving or your arm is like moving. So, which I don't entirely understand because if I'm just like walking around. Like, is it no longer logging any of that? Like, without starting a workout session, is it no longer logging any of that exercise? That's clearly not the case. But if I found it extremely hit or miss on my trip. Is it clearly not the case? Because I've seen a lot of people complaining that it's not. It's, it's not still registers some exercise, and I'm not exercising if I'm standing still, right? Like, we can all agree on that. Yes. So if, I, if my arm is, if it's not measuring it when my arm is moving, how does it, 
How does it know? Am I, like, I'm not like walking with my arm held down at my side. Like, what is it doing? So is it just, it, my question is, is it purely using the accelerometer and other sensors to determine whether or not it thinks you're exercising and not the heart rate at all? And it's only using the heart rate, basically your resting heart rate, sort of useful. And when you've specifically started a workout, because that seems weird. Um, and there, you know, the, the suggestion was that this was a move to conserve battery life, which is right. understandable. Although, again, my Apple Watch battery life has actually been fantastic. My phone's battery life has been kind of crappy, but... The watch itself has been, I rarely get down below 50% by the end of the day. So I don't know. That seems like a dumb move to me. But I, yeah. I asked Apple PR and they did not get back to me. <laughs> but it's like for me, I, I, I no, I know, I don't, I don't know. I literally right now is showing zero minutes. And so what I had started doing on the, on the exercise screen, what I had started, and so people like Marco are writing about how, oh, I want to fill all my rings and like, I would love to if I ever had a shot, but I cannot fill that fucking green room. No I have what I do. one out of thirty minutes, and so I started running. I have zero. I started running with the dog, where I was because I wanted to see if I could get this thing up. So he, when I take him around in the morning, instead of just walking him now, we run around the house like fifteen times, and so it's only like you know a couple of minutes. But I, I always put the watch on first thing. I take him out. We run around the house like idiots a couple times, and then we check the watch, and it's like, no, you have not done any exercise. So I, you're right. I should try triggering the exercise first but if it can't do it unless you're telling you're doing well, exercise it'll, that's stupid yeah 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 well like i walked during my trip there was a day where i walked fifteen thousand steps up and down a mountain and it told me i was like oh you've done like 15 minutes of exercise today and i'm like that seems really unlikely like i think i have done a bit more than that and it, and the calorie stuff was fine the standing stuff was fine although it does still tell me to stand up sometimes when i'm already standing okay um but the exercise thing just seems like total voodoo which is weird, I mean, because the phone, I mean, the phone tracks that too, right? Did, did the phone track tr that kind of thing? I, I mean, it tracks movement steps, and things like that. Yeah. But not, yeah, not heart so, rate. That's the difference, not right? Heart rate. Like, yeah, so okay. the question okay. is... So it doesn't know, it doesn't know what exercise It's unclear is. what it, just what it what qualifies is. as exercise. Because I do think it generally notices, like, if I go out in the morning, walk to, like, the coffee shop that's, like, 10 minutes away, and walk back... Most days, it's like you've done 18 minutes of exercise. I'm like, yeah, well, that's about right. It takes me, you know, nine minutes or so to get back and forth to the coffee shop. Um, but I, I don't know why it decides that's exercise and, you know, walking around the house or whatever isn't uh, or walking around the block. I've done that a couple times where I'm like, oh, I'm like two minutes close to like finishing my 30 minutes of exercise. I'm going to go take like a walk and I'll take like a 20 minute walk and be like, you did three minutes of exercise. I'm like, am I not walking fast enough? I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so basically what I'm doing is I'm just i'm kind of using it like a clipboard really i mean it's almost as if i'm i'm writing down <laughs> the exercise that i'm doing and it's and it's it's just saying okay yeah that's that sounds about right <laughs> that <laughs> i'll put that in your circle if they had sold, sold it as like a this is a clipboard Which that is, goes on your wrist like i think fewer people would have bought it <laughs> true i agree yeah i mean and yeah so it does not work the way that that you would want it to work um although it is at least it's it's making me do something. I mean, it's, it's keeping track of that. And, and he's still right. I mean, I do want to fill out that circle. A modest proposal. So, Apple. Make it yeah. fucking work. Right. <laughs> we're, we're coming up with all kinds of open letters. Did you guys see the other, um, the other breaking Apple news of the week? No, uh, no Lex. What was the other? Probably, Apple but news I don't week? know what you're talking about. Uh, well, so, um, Brent Simmons, uh, announced today as we record this during the recording, of this project, he's resigning from Q branch. Uh, what? And because uh, he want, he's focusing on two new Mac apps that he's going to make uh, as Ranchero software. So him and his wife, one open source, oh, the really? other commercial, but he didn't say what they are. But he's continuing at Omni too. So, oh okay, he hasn't left Omni, but he's gonna he's resigning from Q Branch, and so he can focus on some other Mac apps that he wants to do on his own on the side. Huh. Feel like we learned a lot here so there wow. you go that's yeah it's i mean it's it's interesting news right because we all know brent and you know Q should we, uh, and vesper so i think we have to send we, him should we do some idle speculation I'm, yeah i mean i blame i blame well if we're gonna blame somebody i blame whiskers I, oh yeah no no question and then <laughs> i don't think any one of us would not blame whiskers but then the uh what are his apps is he, is he gonna make a new rss reader yes finally uh, um <laughs> i would doubt that <laughs> Or is it a podcast listening <laughs> app? Huh. It's a fine. Oh God, I hope it's a podcast listening app. Oh, I hope it's a podcast making app. That'd be good. I hope it's a podcast news reader. Uh, 
<laughs> no one no one wants to make podcast editing apps that is sad because i really could use one yeah yeah i know somebody yeah say somebody all the needs to do that yeah, get on right. that why is the why does nobody do that because the, nobody, the market I mean, that is seems small. Like a, yeah, but it's a small market, but I think they'd pay through the nose for it. Yeah. I mean, you know, at least compared to other apps, I mean, you you could easily charge 100 bucks for that. For a podcast creation yeah. app, you're saying? Yeah. yeah so, well, well, does it make the entire podcast from start to finish? Well, yeah. <laughs> Alan, Tell me more. I'm interested. Alan Pike. Um, for, use, use the Mickey Mouse voice. Do you guys know Alan Pike um, from... Yeah. Uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, uh, I have the shirt even. I can't think of what his company's called. There's like a gear. There's a whole thing. Uh, Steam Clock. Steam Clock software. Um, he, for a while, was planning to make just this app where it, would, it could do multi-enders. It would sync everything automatically. You could have the ability to send messages back and forth while you were recording. But he's like, to really, there's not enough market for him to find a way to charge for it and build it and make it be awesome. Uh, we, I'll give you the link for his show notes, but like he, huh. he did the math yeah, okay, and he just could not come up with a way to make money. Um, and this was recently, he, he, this, this post was from November last year. Okay. Uh, Cause he was asking oh, me, for, like, seems like there's just, I don't know if you get, I don't know if you've noticed this Lex, but it seems like there's a lot of podcasts What? <laughs> and a lot of people making podcasts. Nope. I don't believe it. It's all myths. All right, fine be that way now you're tr- it's true though he's he, he's he's <laughs> writing here in this november post the best estimates i could get said there were probably a thousand active sponsored podcasters out there that's clearly low um since that's seems low, yeah. it's like 220 and i don't know that we have one fifth of all shows with advertisers um but yeah but it's 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 tricky to, the reason that people aren't doing it is because it's tricky to go to that niche and audience right it's you're still talking about you know yeah a couple thousand potential customers <laughs> many of whom have solutions that they're not going to change. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So that's the, that's the challenge. All right. A must proposal. Okay, Apple <laughs> make better podcast apps. <laughs> yeah. This is Apple's problem and they should not charge for it. That's the other thing. <laughs> you know what? Maybe Google will make one for free. Then it's going to suck out all of our podcast information. <laughs> it wants the... our precious fluids, John. That's right. So that way you could use Google and say, show me all the fluid podcasts, and it would mention this one. But oh. you can only use their ads. That's, that's what it is. Oh, you can only use their advertising. So we can never do that. No. <laughs> never mind. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Seriously, I'm going to search for... Give, give me a noun to search for in my photos, and I'll tell you if it works. Chocolate. Oh, that's such a good one. <laughs> it did not work. What else you got? Uh, Butts. 